Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll. If you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. I went online and looked up Guns N' Roses and went down this whole 80s rock rabbit hole. That shit is dope. I'm John. I didn't even kill him, because he's already dead. I'm Anthony. Danger, Will Robinson. I'm Mike. Holy crip on a crapsicle reboot got rebooted. <laughs> Fucking Netflix, what are you doing? So can you say that this is like the one of the first projects that we've seen from Netflix that honestly is a bag of horseshit? This, no, this isn't the first one. This is not the first one. <laughs> but the, this is this like, is just the first one that like ruins part of my childhood. It cripples your childhood. That's what it does. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what it comes down to is with uh, Netflix kind of doing this. It, it, I kind of actually I want to say this on record. I feel betrayed. Yeah, me too. Um, so the thing is, is yes. Um, there are some, like, Canadian shows that don't translate well when you reboot them. They, they did the same thing with Degrassi when they did an American version of Degrassi. It just wasn't good. Um, but that wasn't, like, years and years and years and years after the original series ran. It also wasn't Netflix that did it. So, you know, no blame on them at that point. Yeah. Um, there was also another series that came out from a French company that was very similar to Reboot years after Reboot aired. Um, I can never remember what the hell the name of it was called. It was essentially the same premise. It's a bunch of kids that, uh, well, except it's the same premise as this Reboot. It should have been, the Reboot Guardian Code should have been a reboot of this other series. Hold on, I got lost. Can you reboot your statement? <laughs> yeah. So, I think the whole point of this episode, as you can tell already, based on the amount of times we've already said the word reboot, is talking all about reboots and remakes. As far as just about every form of media you can think of, from video games to movies to television shows and so on. I'm going to reboot my foot up your ass. <laughs> he's, he's speaking to Mike, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even then, I, I agree with you, Mike. Just when I saw the trailer, I was so hyped up. I'm like, all right, cool. You have this kind of odd but awesome, like, culmination of a lot of what the 90s was, gaming type thing. Where can they go wrong? And oh my god, every th- possible way you could think that they co- could go wrong, they have. It's like, how are you going to go ahead and take. I mean, nostalgia is usually the easy thing to get away with. You, you can be lazy with your story writing and just play off nostalgia, and they somehow manage to screw that up. Absolutely. Anytime that you, a company can kind of tug on the emotional strings of someone's childhood, normally it turns out pretty well. I mean, unless it's blatant abuse of it, and that's where it kind of goes wrong. With When we sat down and watched the trailer for uh, the reboot stuff, I, I'm sorry, and I don't mean to relate this to the... Funny, another reboot, the Jumanji movie. Okay, <laughs> which uh, uh, I'm sorry, like I'm I'm a big uh, Dwayne Johnson fan, Kevin Hart, like Jack Black. The the cast was cool, but I wasn't a big fan of the movie. I know there was a lot of people who liked it out there, um, but that whole aspect of it, it was it's like Power Rangers. Let's get these angsty teens together and then put them in a really crappy digital, you know, upload. Um, okay, so, I don't want to go into the reboot of the Power Rangers movie only because... I wasn't even going into that, I was just talking about <laughs> freaking reboot. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so that the reboot that I was talking about, uh, there was a show called Code Lyoko uh, by a French digital arts studio. I remember that. 
that was essentially the original reboot of reboot because it was some of the same people that worked on the original reboot. They kind of did the same premise, but they had kids going into the internet, not just like the things that already like, because that was the thing in original reboot. It was, they were programs. They were programs yes. that were defending themselves versus the player. That was the thing that made it freaking interesting. Yeah. Megabyte just happened to be a virus that came along through the series. But originally it started off with them competing versus the player. Right. This series has absolutely none of that 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 context. Like, it, it literally is just kids in high school that can go into the internet like Code Lyoko, but they were like... Middle school, I think, in Code Lyoko. This, again, should have been a reboot of that other show. Either way, well, I mean, the one thing that I will say, and I'm not gonna give this, this reboot, uh, kind of big dues or anything, but the fact that they kind of got Megabyte, like, they, 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 Megabyte actually Megabyte looks kind of cool he for being cool. But the problem is, is they, the I don't voice know actor, vo- the I, yeah, voice I didn't hear his I, voice. The voice acting was not. And then you thing. have the weird, like, hacker man that they use for the stereotypical, like, photo stock images like i'm in he's gonna destroy the internet (laughs) which is isn't that the cheap man's uh i can't remember that actor's name now um he was in a he was in the show uh raising hope he was the dad uh, the older dad (laughs) i didn't watch that show so i I think i I saw that show so you're you're alone on that (laughs) it was a good show Um, does it deserve a reboot (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not that old. Actually, I think I think it still is. I think it's still running somewhere. So that's actually that's an important distinction. I think we need to make here. So when it comes to reboots, typically something that's considered a reboot would be a continuation, or even in some cases a remake. But it's a re-energizing of, of the a franchise. franchise. But it has to take place. I don't know what the statute of limitations would be as far as how many, how much time needs to transpire. I would at least need to say... In modern say, culture, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, that worked like a little while ago. Seriously, Mortal Kombat was continuing and they rebooted that that's, shit. That's yeah. true, that's true. Um, yeah. I mean, they rebooted it on YouTube, but they rebooted it. Um, but, the, but the one on YouTube was really good yeah it was that, much, that's where, that's it was much better than the mortal kombat 3 movie and, and you know what though that, because that's, michael jai white was in it yeah see but that's the thing that we're gonna f- see with the whole thing of reboots that there have been fails fail attempts fail trailers fail games movies series and then you had things that actually kind of lean towards hitting it out of the park Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you, realistically, we, we have seen some stuff that at least has the potential or has looked good. Absolutely. And then when it comes to remakes, now the thing is, is a lot of people kind of get the two mixed up. Like, you can, uh, almost every, actually, just about all remakes are reboots, but not all reboots are necessarily re- remakes. I think a really great example of that would be Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, okay. We've only gotten to see two uh, the two episodes. I thought it was going to be three. Someone lied to me in hey, my confusion. No, I said <laughs> we get the two, the first two episodes free, not the first two episodes three. No, I said <laughs> you said first three episodes free. But this is this is yeah, it is definitely a reason for one of us to start our. Free YouTube Red subscription just so we can binge watch the show and oh, call it a they, day. They hooked us and they hooked us good. Swear to God, hook, line, and sinker. And I mean, I, I was kind of hooked just from the trailer uh, when they initially were talking about doing Cobra Kai. Absolutely. When 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 this first thing came up, I, I remember seeing uh, someone else was talking about it, and they said, "Hey, listen, there's going to be a show about Karate Kid." I'm all like, "Eh, I'm not that interested," but. 
whatever, especially because it's, it's YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Like YouTube Red, no one really knows what YouTube Red really consists to, to of. To be fair, I've been waiting for stuff. a reboot. I've been waiting for a reboot from Karate Kid ever since the. They uh, did a reboot the, of Karate the, the How Kid. I Met Your Mother episode. Oh, the Neil Patrick Harris going on and on, yeah. that being a longstanding joke. But they did one. They did it with um, Will Smith's son. No, no, no. I mean a that's, good one. That's a remake that's also a reboot. Mm-hmm, we yeah. pretend that doesn't exist. Either way. But yes. Although Shaggy Chan was amazing in that. Exactly. Yeah. So, but what it comes down to is, uh, the, the, I agree, the trailer was really good. It caught me <sighs> for this uh, this new mix of like, hey, what's going on with Cobra Kai and Johnny and, and Daniel and, uh, you know. Once we got into the episodes and we only saw the first two episodes, boom. Gold. We need to get YouTube Red just to see everything now. Which is funny because they're slowly taking the U out of YouTube, but that's a story for another time. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll <laughs> We're not going to turn this into our YouTube complaint channel. <laughs> YouTube Red Day! Which is, which is you know ironic because this is one of the places we actually host our videos, but hey, whatever. Hey, if they can't take a little bit of criticism, then... Then they wouldn't have any content creators whatsoever, because I'm serious, every single content creator we're, has we're, had we're, this We're not talk. having this conversation, okay? <laughs> but, like I said, we've had these successes, such as, and we've only had a small taste of the the series. I think it's ten episodes Yes, for, for Cobra season. Kai. First season. Um, I can't wait for, for more. Like, I want to see episode two through, or three through ten, and, and kind of go from there. And we've had these successes and points of possible success because it does look good. We don't know for sure. Um, and then we've had the stuff that's failed, such as Reboot, where it just it's looking horrible before yeah. it even is out the gate. And actually, it's already it's already aired. It's fully out there. Yeah. I the haven't looked at season, it. The entire first season's up on Netflix. It's not good. But that's the thing. Like, it to me, the trailer is so bad that it deters me from ever wanting to even give it a chance. Well, the thing is, is, and I'll tell you this, once you get to, I think it was episode two or three, Megabyte comes in kind of early. Uh-huh. Uh, but I know he's not in the first episode, as far as I remember. But once you hear the voice... You get turned You're off. just completely turned off. Like, that was the thing. Like, I, I couldn't watch past the intro of Megabyte. I was like, and I'm done. Yeah. I mean, it, here's the thing. When you have things... I mean, they're catering realistically to old audience. They're catering because it's a nostalgia Well, they, this was them pandering and not pandering well. Right. I mean... True. We're, I mean, we're moving on from a, that. a lot of a lot. To be fair, I think a lot of a lot of what they did with this rebirth guardian code is literally trying to bring a new audience to something old. Which, if they were going to do that, Netflix should have just hosted the original series on Netflix. Like, just do that. Ooh, I, I think I it's already on that. Net- well, I, well, no, that's <sighs> the thing. I think it's already on Netflix. But they could have just posted it to the, uh, one of their trending pages or whatever, just to try to get it out there more. Lit- if you want to, if you want to reboot, reboot. Hire a digital art studio. Do it that way. Like, do it the CGI way. Do it completely CGI. Mm, no, I cut agree. out the the real world bullshit. Cut out the these like twenty somethings that are supposed to be playing high schoolers. Um, well, I, I think it's only like I think two of them are like older than they're supposed to be. All right, we can't shit on them for that because I mean, then you have to go ahead and look at the original Power Rangers, 
where they had like twenty somethings. Actually, they almost seemed older. I, I, I will swear. shit on the original t- Power Rangers. You especially. do not. Oh. Not in this house. Not in this house. <laughs> I don't exactly. Care. Leave, sir. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I probably watched Power Rangers longer than either of you do. And I'm sorry, but the original series was not that great. It was. I've watched it several times. I've, that's almost my tradition. Almost the same post, as... Post-Green Ranger, it gets better. What? Post the introduction of the Green Ranger, <laughs> it gets better. What? <laughs> we all know that it does. No. The, 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 first, the first, like, what was it, 20 episodes, 25 episodes until we see Green the, the Green Ranger? Well, it, okay, okay. What you're speaking of is the fact that anything Green Ranger, Green Ranger going forward... Post-Green Ranger yeah, is yeah. okay. Yes. I, for some reason, I'm thinking that you're talking about after Green Ranger stops and then he becomes the White Ranger... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, literally anything after we get Tommy yeah. is a better series than the original. Like, because you have to remember that first, that's actually the first season is without Tommy. Yeah. We don't get introduced to Tommy until the beginning no, no, of the right. exactly. Yeah. Well, I know. No, listen, we all know people who are fans of, of Power Rangers out there, they all know Tommy is the bread and butter. Jason David Frank is what. Uh, uh, he makes, is Power Rangers. He is Power Rangers. But that's the thing. They, 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 they managed Jason to Jason David this. Frank, big shout out. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, they managed to... But the, that's the thing. The the, the Power Rangers... Uh, Saban managed to take that sixth member edition thing and turn it into a trope that was so good for the Sentai franchise that even... That was something that didn't happen in Japan that often. That no. was something that was Americanized, and they took it, and they started using it in Japan, too. Oh, I know what you're referring to, because, I mean, if you look at a, a lot of the shows... The Sentai which, Squads is usually five people. Well, I, the Americanized, a lot of times, you look at shows like uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Okay? Now, I'm really throwing out some Cyber, shit. with an S. Cyber Squad. Not with a C, with an S. Um, that shit, like, that was three or four... Four members, I believe. I, I I haven't watched a show in like a really long time, but we we were we were in that age when everything was Sentai members for US, mm-hmm. okay, and everything was in that world of like digital computers, everything like that. You look at reboot, you look at Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, you look at Big Bad Beetleborgs, you know what I mean, which was a comic slash whatever. Um, so awesome. Well, that and Ma- that and Masked Rider, those were like a combo. That was Saban yeah. as well, which I there, there's I would another love one that I'm missing. I would love to see those reboots. And you know what? Those we are VR troopers. VR troopers, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm I'm a little like there's a part of me deep down that would kind of like to see a remake of those but at the same time though i'm kind of afraid to well, see a remake of and some this of those. is and that's something that i think netflix could do because they they brought they brought those shows to netflix a while ago yeah and i i went back and i rewatched most of them i forgot that there was a ghost in beetleborgs yes like i forgot that that was he like was, the big thing he was a clown ghost he was the one that granted the wish to... he was he was like elvis or yes. something yep. Yep. um yeah but they're, they're, they have managed to do, and this is something, I, I'm going back to the whole them rebooting reboot thing. They have managed to re, to reboot animated franchises and not suck. Look at Voltron. The new Voltron no, is fantastic. No, yeah. Actually, did you see for a short time when they rebooted, um, Thundercats? Very short-lived. Very, very, very short-lived. short-lived. That wasn't bad either. There were, there were, it points. just didn't catch on. It just that didn't was catch the problem. That's what it that, was. But the thing is, I don't think, uh, Thundercats was 
as like as popular as Voltron. Like I think it was a popular series. It was, but I don't think it was as popular as Voltron. Come on, it, and it I don't got, think it had mm, the the. Th- I don't listen. Think- just because Robot Chicken made Voltron like super niche and like <laughs> it, it has all the like really cool stuff. Sir, first off, sir, first off, sir, some of the sir. <laughs> some of the best memes come from Thundercats. Straight up, okay. It, it, when Thundercats, ho! Who are you calling a ho? Yeah, <laughs> when when you have a series that literally pe- people had to have loved that to remember it so well for it to be relevant to make memes in modern time. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! Each time you say thunder, your sword grows. Why don't you just keep saying thunder and then drop it on a motherfucker? <laughs> don't think that's how it works, but you know we'll figure that out. Thunder, 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 thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But, I mean, listen, There, there's a lot of shows that are out there that are potential reworks, remakes, reboots. Speaking of um, which, just to quickly cut in, we, since, yeah. since we are about to go past the whole Saban thing, they actually recently got bought out by Hasbro. We're talking Hasbro, the yeah. we got lots of money Hasbro. Uh-huh. So, I'm thinking we're going to be seeing, like... More in regards to Power Rangers. Well, uh, absolutely. What's a, the, well, the plan? Is already Rangers has never stopped. Not no. really, but I, I think the turn is is that they're actually going to be going on like a darker, more adult tone on some of the things. Because okay, the movie aside, which I think they're making a second movie. They are okay. They've hit so, it to Tommy. That's the end of that well, one. Right, right, but no, no, because I think uh, in the movie, uh, or if I remember. Uh, Rita was the original Green Ranger. Yes. So that was the whole thing and kind of playing out with that. And they're going to expand on it. And yes, I think Tommy made a cameo with it, uh, also with Amy Jo Johnson. No, no, I mean like at the very end, they actually have a character named Tommy. Oh, okay. Who was supposed yeah, yeah. to be at Detention 2 with the whole Breakfast Club thing that they were doing. Yeah. That was like an after credit scene. Oh, okay. So because, so, confirm... yeah, yeah, because he'll be the next like Green Ranger. Yes. Yeah. And that'll be. Thing. I thought you were talking about the cameo that him and Amy Jo Johnson actually made in oh, that no, movie. No. I would no. say Jason David Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> he, it, it, he goes by two names. It's either Tommy or Lord Draken, which by the way, that, that, uh, Lord Draken, uh, Shattered, Shattered Grid. Grid. No, the, the, the oh yeah, the when trailer. they did the live action, yeah. Yeah, the live action trailer. That was cool. Well, the, and that was a small does, does, teaser. Do you guys remember the power hashtag, or not hashtag, power colon rangers thing that was going around YouTube uh, a little while back? I never knew where the we, power rangers went into colons. <laughs> <laughs> that brings a whole new, like, doctorism no. to um, power rangers. <laughs> there was a there was a YouTube video, and it was it was supposed to be a trailer for, like, this Dark, dark. Oh, Power no, you're Ranger. talking about the bootleg universe. Yes, the bootleg. Uh, so they did do the dark and gritty version uh, of what they wanted to see Power Rangers kind of do. Um, and I, I forget who all was in it, but it had like. Um, it the had guy all... from Dawson's Creek. Yeah, it had the guy from Dawson's Creek. I do remember that. Yeah. That was epic. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and Kimberly's the bad guy and. Oh yeah, it was, and that and, they're all looking for Tommy Oliver. Yes, Tommy ends up being the good guy because, of course, but it ends up being the Blue Ranger is the one who completely sold out. That's the Dawson's Creek guy, yeah. Billy. Billy, why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, that's actually one thing I I kind of take issue with when we get remakes. Sometimes it seems the route we always see. Or most times. The see, dark and gritty reboot. Yes, you always have to do the dark and gritty reboot. It, it is a trope. It has become a trope. I mean, look at 
Disney. I think yeah, I'm going there. I'm going there. Disney with a lot of trying their... to find out where you're going. Go for it. No, with with the fact that they've done, done basically reboots, remakes of a lot of their kids Disney films now done as live action Disney films, and they are they are darker and they are grittier. You can't say that they're not. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I will I will give you that on like Maleficent, but to be fair, they weren't doing Maleficent as a reboot to the franchise so much as they they wanted to do their they wanted to do the Disney villain movies. They wanted to do that's a what Maleficent I mean. and Ursula. A they wanted to do those characters, giving them their own. But that's what I mean. That's character. what I mean yeah. by a reboot. They're looking at all of these because they're doing Aladdin. Aladdin's already been announced. They are going to be doing Aladdin as so well. They're going to be doing a they're different. Doing, they're, they're doing, doing Aladdin Beauty. like they did Beauty and the Beast. But Beauty and the Beast wasn't a dark and gritty reboot. It was an artistic choice. Uh, it would, that's a very, I'm, I'm sorry, I love that remake. Like, that, that I live action, seen any that live action version is, is beautiful, and that's the thing, it's set in a, it's set in gothic France. It's supposed to be a little bit dark. But the movie is lighter You're tone. You're just proving my point. No, but it's lighter tone. It's not. It's not dark and gritty. It's the. How's that not a dark and gritty reboot? You even just talk about the dark and gothic. Hold on. So are are we about to get into the conversation that Gaston actually isn't the villain of the story? That he's actually a product of his environment and the no. people. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a whole new bag of hand grenades. It's gothic. It's not dark. It's. It's the original story is dark. It's not a dark and gritty reboot. If the original was dark, Gaston dies at the end in both of them. It doesn't change. But the difference in this one is Gaston is a lot more psychotic and literally tries, he attempts murder. He the, attempts murder in the first, in the original. What have you not seen? The, the the only thing that this one really adds is it adds more about the whole library. It gives them more of a reason to fall in love. It doesn't. It doesn't just kind of. Th- you know, skip a few days and all of a sudden she falls in love Wait, with the beast. It's I just want you to know, I'm fucking sold on this movie. This is the most passionate thing that I've ever seen Mike be passionate about. <laughs> I protect my Disney, okay? I protect my Disney. I haven't ever seen this movie. I didn't want to see a live action reboot of this movie. And I kind of want to see it now because he's actually passionate about something. Normally it's kind of like, it was a movie. It was good. I gave it ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I don't give it eleven, but I give it a ten. I give it a ten. <laughs> Bro, fuck your couch. Yeah. <laughs> right there, foot all across it. Fuck your couch. <laughs> but for real, oh. I'm kind of sold. But so for Mike. That was a reboot done well. <laughs> it, was, it was a reboot. It was some a reboot people, to the originals, to the originals' favor, not to the detriment of the original. Some people say that Hermione was a little bit flat on some stuff. You liked the movie as a whole. Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm partially tone deaf. Anyways, I couldn't have told. If, I couldn't tell you if she was flat when she was singing or not. Oh, I don't think that's what she meant by flat. She meant the character, the the acting fell flat. No, no, they actually no. said that her singing, oh, well, her okay. singing was flat. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I, didn't, I didn't. It's the same thing with like I still love Les Mis, even though I know for a fact. Oh that no, I can't even have a conversation with you. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Really? Re- really? You're going to react to Les Mis? I mean, yes. I, Hugh Jackman and um, Colin Farrell can't really sing that well. But he's going back for more. He's going back for another musical. No, actually, uh, by by the end of his training for that movie, like they filmed scenes while he was still training, like Hugh Jackman, yeah. while he was still training on singing, he got better 
throughout the movie. It was kind of weird. Like, it's a progression of Hugh Jackman getting better at singing. Okay. Um, I, I guess some songs were more in his, in his range, range than others. Because that's the thing. Those opera singers and, and the people who originally did that, like, on, I've seen the, I've seen the original Les Mis on stage. Like, I've seen the original Broadway cast do it on stage. Um, they used to come down here and do it at, um, the, the big theater we have down here, the big stage theater. Um, so I got a question though, and because of the fact that we've kind of, we, we've sprinkled in a little bit of things that we thought have done well for reboots and a couple of things that we haven't. The question is really though, how, what do you feel is something that drives a good reboot? What are, what are kind of the qualities in which, uh, it takes to make or, or drives to getting a good reboot. Well, okay, the biggest thing is always it has to be a faithful adaptation. And I that that becomes harder and harder because some people think they're being faithful to some of the core series. The problem is is with reboot. If you were rebooting Code Lyoko, I would have said that shit was fine. <laughs> Cuz again, they didn't they didn't do what reboot did. They did what Code Lyoko did and they did it with teenagers and it was weird versus if you want to talk about a faithful adaptation or i'm sorry not faithful adaptation, but respecting this and using the actual source material again going back to cobra kai that's probably the best example i could think of in recent memory right because they they t- they actually used not just film footage these unused they, film footage right, too for unused them, specifically they, they they went back and got the original actors playing johnny and uh you know daniel and uh johnny and daniel and the fact that they kind of really pulled in in we, we talked about it before before cast where they kind of sprinkled in a little bit of nostalgia but didn't like kind of pelt you with it every step of the way to make sure it that was it not a crutch. Like, it, it was, was not basically a crutch. just proving to you, hey, we remember the old stuff. We're sticking to that as far as the basis of our story. Yeah. Right. Um, and the, the, to be fair, I, I'm going to mention the elephant in the room. I will talk about Star Wars. Um, the the reboot wasn't bad. It, it was it was over nostalgia, but it was at least trying to be faithful to the core to the core material. Okay, um, Force Awakens, I think, hit its notes perfectly because of the fact that it was meant to pelt you with. Nostalgia. That movie like, beat that, you with that, member berries. That beat you with member, member berries. That, the, I think the purpose of that movie was to go, we are separating ourselves from episodes 1, 2, and 3. We are going over to episode 4, 5, and 6. We want you to feel like you were watching 4, 5, and 6. And, and now that you to... remember all this, we're going to kill and burn everything that you love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I... that that movie, I think, especially Force Awakens. Now, we, we have a little bit of our issues with uh, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi has, it, has its ups and downs. But uh, with Force Awakens... I think that in some regards it's a faithful adaptation, and in some regards it's it, it, it kind of does things in a way that's a little bit too hard on this nostalgia. But it's still an artistic movie. It's still well done. Um, yes, there are some things that they could have worked around, I think, and not gone so hard on the nostalgia. I, I think that... Okay, when you look at... Um, you know, reboots like uh, Cobra Kai, or you look at some of the stuff, the the Shattered Grid, where they are literally 
uh, taking something from the comic or the TV show and kind of adapting it to new. Uh, from what I've gathered with some of these people who are putting out this type of product, something that is actually shining and becoming that, like, hey, this is the good side of a reboot, is the people producing it and the people directing it were original fans of it. Or it, part not, of it to begin with. Or part of it to begin with. So there, there's... Uh, a core team that comes into it and helps guide this light to say, hey, listen, we know we, you want to give your own spin, but, and tell your own story, but this is the true material. This is kind of sticking to it. So if you want to make this, it's not just a, a reboot, but that true continuation. And I think a perfect example of that, and I've been dying to mention this, would be Ash vs. Evil Dead. Absolutely. Which I wasn't even sure, even as a huge fan of Evil Dead as a franchise, and I, I knew it was going to be good, or at least maybe it was the fanboy in me that knew it was going to be good, or at least it was so. really good. I, I was. laughed my ass Absolutely. off. Well, okay, but, so and it, it, it was poop, a, mo- it was that, a movie. That, that poop shooter scene made me cringe <laughs> so bad. But at the same time, though, it was so classic. Ash, but I, you I, have I, a I, movie that is translating to a TV show, which doesn't always work well. So no. that two things already kind of going against it. Still, got I'm going to say this. Ash versus the Evil Dead to me is it, it's more of a reboot of Army of Darkness to me than it is the original Evil Dead franchise. And the reason why I say that is because even though they treat Army of Darkness like the bastard child of that franchise, Army of Darkness was so good. Army of Darkness was so good, and that's the one where it's really a comedy. The other two are campy horror films, and. The, the the Showtime series... Ha- I think they did a... Or Stars? It's on Stars. Stars. Right? Stars. stars. I, I um, think it did a really well job at I think kind it's of comedy. Combined. I think it's Army of Darkness comedy. It's not... No, 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 no. no there's whoa, definitely whoa, some really good whoa, horror whoa. scenes. There's some... Well, see, that's where I'm going to say... I have to completely be on Anthony's side 100% that it, but for me in my interpretation of this is that I think they really melded, you know, uh the the original movies and then Army of Darkness and stuff like that. Because the, there are those points where it's really funny and super like outlandishly whatever and then you have these serious like specter evil is reigning type of scene. So yeah. and then of course it, but, I mean no matter what, from start to finish, whether it's uh, the the original, you know, uh, Evil Dead movies or Army of Darkness or anything like that, Ash has always been a funny character. So that's always that. Let's loosen this up type well, of thing. That that's and I they mean, did a perfect yeah, job. Of Bruce sure. Campbell as a whole. And, no, and, I know, <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing. Bruce bringing back Bruce Campbell to continue his role as Ash. It was a perfect move. Yeah, because you know? I mean, you're, you're talking to, like, again, a hardcore Evil Dead fan. Yes, I agree with you. The first one, the only humor was camp, which was very few and far in between this and the first one. The second one did purposely, it had camp, but it had some purposefully well, funny scenes. Like the whole stomping on Han- Henrietta's head to where the eyeball shot out of the socket into the girl's mouth. That was purposely comedic. There was quite a few scenes that were like that. For God's sakes, when he first cuts off his hand and he's trying to shoot at his hand, his hand's going around. It goes in the mousetrap and it flicks him off. Yeah. It shoots him the bird. So I, I have to, I have to do some deep credits here. So uh, yes, Bruce Campbell coming back for for Ash versus Evil Dead. It was one necessary, but the 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 deep credits thing that I have to throw out here is uh, the one thing that not a lot of people realize is Brian Cranston. 
was not only in the new Power Rangers, but he's in the old Power Rangers. Wow, uh, I is... remember. I remember them talking. I don't remember exactly what he played. He, back he, like the... he was he was multiple voiceovers for some of the bad guys. Yeah, uh-huh. like he he kept repri- Like he he there was one character he reprised. I think a couple times because it was in during. First off, Brian Cranston is almost space. getting to that point where it's just like Brian Cranston can do no. Wrong. He he himself yeah. is a meme. <laughs> yeah, like, like he, he's a meme now. Yeah, you know he has like that that new show that's coming out. The slick. Um, Oh man, I, I feel bad for not uh, knowing what it is, but it's called like Slick Rick or something like that. Is it another one where he's in his underpants in the in the trailer? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he, he's he's like directing and like writing the show. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, which I, I uh, eventually want to get to because, like I said, Brian Cranston can like almost do no wrong. <laughs> but to the point, like you said. When you know you're doing it well is when you have a lot of the original people involved. I mean, Sam Raimi was the one who wrote pretty much all of the... That's not always true. There have been some original cast adaptations that have not gone over so well. Maybe so, but again, this is where it really worked out because Sam Raimi was involved throughout the entire project. He even wrote and directed the first few episodes to begin with. You also have, of course, we already mentioned Bruce Campbell as Ash. You can't go wrong with that. No. And there's even nods to the actual continuity of the, and even scenes and characters of the old one. You even have poor Ted Ramey in season two reprising his role as Henrietta. We get to see that a second time, even more gruesome and grotesque than the first time around. Uh, well, the, I, since, since we're on this topic anyways. And screw stars for canceling it. Um, I have to say this, though. Most of the time when a horror franchise gets rebooted, it doesn't go over well. There's a few times where it succeeds. It. I was going to say, I was about to say it. It was a good reboot. Um, however, you have, you know, letting Rob Zombie kind of rehash your your, your horror movie franchises, not always a good idea. Uh, Um, no, no. There's, (laughs) when it comes to the horror community, there is, it's kind of split down the middle when it comes to Halloween. There's a lot of people that love the new direction it's taken. There's a lot of people that kind of hate it, which is why we're actually getting a, a a true to the original reboot coming out with Jamie Lee Curtis. I was going to say, and to kind of go with Anthony again, it, it is. When it comes down to horror in general, I think you're always going to find that divide that someone likes, like you said, a new direction some people are gonna like what the old campy nature of it is. As long as it's not, as long as we can all agree that it's not a jump scare, then, <laughs> oh, then yeah. you're pretty much okay. I mean, you can have your own twists and turns and make something new and not be a jump scare and yeah. be something. Like John Carpenter's the thing a lot of people don't realize is actually a remake. And there's still a lot of people that are like, oh, well, I don't like this remake, even though a lot of people regard that as a horror classic. Well, so the speaking of the thing, that's something that has been not only re rebooted, but it has been rebooted, remade. Uh, no, remember refranchised. It, one it wasn't. That wasn't remade. That was a re- reboot, but that actually took place before the events of John Carpenter's The Thing. 
the movie you're referring to. The, the, the most recent one. That was that's what. No, I was re- I was the... referring to the video game. Oh, yeah. Because the video yeah, game yeah, the yeah, video yeah, game yeah. is concurrent with John Carpenter's. Yes, thing. yes, it was. Um, Which is actually a good game. It is actually a good game. There are ways of doing horror, right? I I think a lot of times the the issue is is nowadays the most most of it most of the time when we get a, when we get, or well I shouldn't say nowadays because actually horror movies nowadays have gotten better with things oh, like Get this, Out and this is the year for horror. The, this the has been past a good, two years yeah, for yeah. horror. Um, I, I think it has kind of we, we've moved turn. past jump scares. We finally moved past jump scares. They're, they're still in there, but they're, they're still in there, but they're, they're not more tasteful. Used, exactly. They're not used like the only thing in the movie. We, we 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 mentioned this on the Halloween episode before. Jump scares can be a crucial part to if a you horror build movie. Suspense but properly. If you build suspense properly, and as long as you're not doing it for every single scene or its major part of the thing, is if you're building the world around it and you're building it correctly, you don't need to rely on the jump scare. But it's always a good little, like, gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you're supposed to incorporate this. This isn't supposed... Not every movie was supposed to be how we knew it... How I Know What You Did Last Summer too. <laughs> now, will we say or that, still, the, that the, the horror genre is being rebooted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, guess so. Well, if you look at the revitalization of how it's going, yeah. you know what I mean? And the fact that they're kind of going back to their roots... In some regards, but putting some, I think in a sense, a lot of times the stories like, um, they're, they're building new stories, some more original stories, which is a little bit refreshing. Um, well, actually very refreshing with a, with everything being a reboot kind of nowadays. Yeah, like the horrible, horrible, horrible reboot remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, that's just, I, I'm gonna stop there. I'm not I haven't seen it. It's bad. It is. It's, I, it's so I haven't bad. heard it. Like I legitimately, I I asked around about it before. I guess I didn't ask you, so I didn't get an, an actual opinion. Because everybody that I asked didn't have any opinion on it. So I haven't seen it or I appreciate that they were going for the original darker version of Freddy. Because I know not a new I, nightmare. Come on, everybody yeah. wants to do a new nightmare. No, I, I like campy Freddy. To me, campy jokester one-liner Freddy is my favorite version of him. But they were going for the original A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, and it did not work well at all. And the fact that they made him not only a child murderer, uh, but a, a child molester, I think, was a, 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 an extra step they did not need to take. Yeah. They went yeah. for the whole, like, they, they, it was funny, too, because they almost made it to where you felt sorry for him, like you felt he was the victim. And then it's like you end up finding, like, that was the twist. It's like, no, no, he really is just a horrible effing monster. And not in a good way. Yeah. Well, I guess that's something, too, because sometimes you look at reboots, okay, in, in regards to that, uh, sometimes reboots are just going around to kind of add more to the story, such as Disney, with uh, making sure that they're they're doing some of the live-action ones to spotlight their villains and how they became villains. Um, that extra step, would you say, is a good thing, a bad thing, like... It depends. I would say sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. I don't think that every... <laughs> would you stop sneezing? Jesus! Make you a reboot! <laughs> I don't think that every Disney villain needs to be a sympathetic villain. Actually, that, now that I think about it, that just seems to be a, a trope that Disney loves. Even if we look at Marvel, we see a lot of villains, even in Marvel these days, having to be more sympathetic villains than just outright, I'm evil. Well... Okay, so I, I think that's how they kind of that having a sympathetic villain in some writing respects adds a level of depth, so yeah. you can connect. Because and if you just see a murderous rampage villain, 
you're just shooting to be like, I hope he dies. I, which is funny. <laughs> he kills every, I hope he dies. <laughs> or uh, she, whatever. But that's the thing, like, okay, so with Maleficent, that was uh, a good retelling. Like, that's one of those things, they were, they were, they were taking it another direction. Whereas with Beauty and the Beast, they were adding things in. And that's not really building on the, the villain. It's more building on the, the world, the whole premise, the love story, blah, 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 blah. Um, whereas with Aladdin, I guess they're trying to world build much more, much more. Because from what I've seen, Agrabah looks gorgeous. Um, it's even better it's than... Assassin's Creed 7.0. Well, it, <laughs> uh, I, this is probably the worst movie to mention in this regard. It's the um, Sands of Time. The oh, it was just about Prince, Prince of Persia. Persia like. Prince of Persia. Speaking, oh no, that's an adaptation. I wouldn't really call that a reboot. Yeah, yeah. even though no, it didn't take place. revitalize shit. <laughs> it tried to. So yeah, I guess it would still. That would be an example of a bad reboot because that did come much after the games. Yeah. Oh, bad reboot. I know we were anything talking about by Ubol. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the uh, Netflix live action Death Note. <laughs> I had to go there. We were talking about bad reboots because it, it, we discussed the suit. It is. It it's is technically it is a, a reboot. It's a reboot of the Japanese live action. Yeah. A adaptation of the anime. So yeah. You know. Yeah, about that. We don't talk about Death hey, Note, we have live to action, least, Netflix. Yeah, no dub, but that's fine, but it still needs to be said. Since we're talking about anime and adaptations and just reboots, Dragon Ball Super, another example of a great reboot. Mm. Oh. Okay, first off... Compared to GT. That's, that, I'll leave it at that. It, it is, okay, it, it is a better in, in our respects. In our is, lifetime, it's a better version of, of GT, but... Yes, but it's not a good reboot as a whole because there was a lot of things wrong and we covered this slightly there was a lot of things wrong with super but again the thing that it drew you in on was the fact that you know it power Google, levels are still bullshit <laughs> well no, he's talking about what you to draw us in is they to, did to from draw the beginning a little bit of nostalgia well, they, they kept they, they kept came. with the theme power levels are bullshit they did but they reset a lot of stuff there was a lot of garbage stuff but on the bright side, yes, there was a lot of good things that came out of it. Like, there there was a lot of action-packed stuff. There was a lot of characters that you brought back that kind of went, hey, listen, especially in the final arcs, like, we wanted more screen time for certain characters. We got some more screen time. And, it, and then there were certain characters that we wanted a lot more screen time and fucking redemption for. Fucking Gohan, you piece of shit. You failed me. <laughs> well, and, and, and here's the thing. At least 80% of the, the show had an animation budget. There was only a few episodes that completely lacked an animation budget. Yeah, but, that, but my point being, the reason why we can say it's a successful reboot is the fact that at least, it, John, John, you and I were excited for what? The, the Dragon Ball movie. Yes. Like, there's still people that are clamoring for more. There was the whole debate on whether, is this a hiatus or is this ending? People yeah. were that vehement about it. They well, care that, about it that much. That's because it doesn't even matter whether the show came out or not. The Dragon Ball community is forceful. They are out there. They, they are vehemently... They, aggressive for more Dragon Ball. No, in, yeah. in, at the mouth, give in me more. one way, shape, or form. I mean, you look at the fact that Dragon Ball Fighters 
came out, people drove for that. The, the, the anime was out, the fact that people, over in Japan, the, um, the one game, it's been going on for a long time. Dragon Ball Heroes, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Ball Heroes has been going on for, and that's been the lifeblood where the Dragon Ball community has been kind of holding on to everything for so long. Yeah. So, for them, the, the audience is gonna be there no matter what. A success, a failure, the Dragon Ball community just wants. <laughs> they they will it to success, even yeah, if it is garbage. Exactly. Like, but that's the thing though, Dragon Ball community, they're gonna give it like it is. Like, this was complete and utter crap, but I'll watch it again. <laughs> I'll admit, I even I even sat through most of GT and didn't No, I sat through GT, but I couldn't I, sit through all of it. <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I've seen every, well, everything that I could. Because I think they're obviously the English, I, I never got to see the, uh, the subbed original packaging of it. Uh, I think I, I saw everything that was U.S. transport. So there was a lot cut out yeah. and kind of remixed. I've seen it all, but I don't remember any of it because I think I kind of consider that repressed memories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I, a lot of what I did see, I think I blanked from my mind as well. Uh, I but, mean, but I've, I've done that, I've done that to some of like Super at this point, like, and that's not even that old. No, but I'm um, even... Re- I've gotten really good at repressing things. Yay! <laughs> uh, but even, let's talk about even video games reboots. Like, uh, Mike, you and I were discussing XCOM. I think XCOM was a fantastic reboot to the franchise. It stayed true in certain respects with the fact that you have the permadeath, which a lot of gamers were not used to and were not prepared for going into that. Well, yeah. Okay, so for video game franchises, the, the top, like... Three big ones for reboots lately have been Tomb Raider. Yeah, no, absolutely. God of War. Oh yeah, and no. no first off, that was Dad of War. Dad of the, Bo- Dad the, of Boy. The, yeah, Dad, Dad of, of Boy. Boy. Dad of Boy. The parenting issues. Like yeah. that's what it was. Um, I don't care that. I'm sorry. I know some people. Boy. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I I know some people have said. Listen, that the game is kind of overrated, but realistically, it's God of War. I I kind of really liked it. Well, it completely dismantled the argument that people had, especially EA, mm-hmm. that oh nobody plays single player games anymore. Yet it is currently uh, very high rated and also sold. Wait, wait, coming. wait. That that did it not not you know Zelda not. Half the other single player experiences that have come out recently that have they apparently that have destroyed most of the multiplayer. For whatever reason, EA pretends like Nintendo doesn't exist. So that is true. Yeah, (laughs) I think that because oh my gosh, Breath of the Wild, I still can't go on enough about that game. Like or Super Mario Odyssey, even that was also critically acclaimed. You know that was that was so short lived though. I don't really see a lot of hype or anything about that. People still talk about. In how long has Breath of the Wild been out? For a while. For a while. And people, but I mean, it helps the fact that there, they are also doing the expanded content. There, there's like a reason why no but, one likes EA anymore, and well, EA doesn't know why they're like everybody hates them. <laughs> but no, there was a lot of talk about how a uh, first person or you know single, single player players. games have died, and then they no. bring up God of War. God of War has had a lot of success. Uh, I mean, if we're really talking about it, of course, I cannot wait for the fact that they're going to give news on whether they're actually going to continue with Final Fantasy VII. But... <laughs> we'll get it, uh, 2025? Listen, listen, they've been doing so much you, work well, you, and so much... You, you heard the news. The Don't, don't. don't the, the I, I'm going don't to do ruin this it. They threw out everything. They, no, I know. Every, 
everything. No, I, I, I everything. I, I, I know. <laughs> but and see, and that's certain things that, as someone who's going, hmm, I love this series. As a fan of whatever series that you're into, if if a company goes, this is what it was, and there was a lot of fans who were like, that looks really cool. It looks semi-promising. I hope that they work on this, this, and this and come out with it. And then the company comes back and goes, listen. This is horseshit. <laughs> this is horseshit. This is not up to our standards. We want to make sure if we're actually going to deliver on this product that we want to give the most promising product that we can. To me, I have to take it and, and hope for the best. Because that is a remake that I've wanted for a very long time. Just there's so many people that want. And if that game does well, we're probably going to well, see. May, maybe in 2025, we'll come back to this episode and talk about the how how that reboot goes off. Oh, absolutely. Because that is the reboot to me that is never going to happen. Like it. People it, said that about Duke Nukem. And we still got Duke Nukem forever. Yeah. And you know what? I will and die. I will, no, 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 no. I will die on that hill. It was a Duke Nukem game. It was a good Duke Nukem game because it stayed it true. It was a glitchy uh, as shit, Duke Nukem. But it stayed true to what Duke Nukem was. If you expected was the original Duke Nukem a glitchy mess? Yeah, it kind of yeah, was. It, was. <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah, it was. It, it, it stayed true in almost every aspect, including the glitchiness. If you got Duke Nukem forever expecting anything different, you were kidding yourself. Yeah, yeah. this is true. You know, I'm thinking about this too. If you really go down to it, tabletop games and stuff like that are also a part of the franchise of rebooting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 when it comes down to okay, our favorite like tabletop game, Hero Clicks. In a sense, they are always rebooting sets and characters. Well, and, and right now we're we're getting to a point where I'm starting to feel like Hero Clicks is starting to revitalize because again, Marvel has made things so. Did you hear popular. about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set? Those yeah. have been doing really well too. No, huh. no the Guess next what? one. The next Maybe. one, Fast Forces set, or it's a um, gravity gravity feed set. It's from the game. <laughs> you have pixel figures. Oh! The pixel Michelangelo, pixel Donatello. Are they doing Turtle in Time? Turtles in Time at all? I I, I I don't know for sure, oh. but literally the the figures. I like that. Three D modeled, pixelated, boxed. Outlooking figures. That's okay. Cool. That is cool. I've seen some of the turtles. I saw Shredder and I think I saw Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. I don't, I didn't see Rocksteady. Okay. I only they saw They would Bebop. have to. You couldn't have one. Oh, absolutely. But I'm saying those are the, I only saw like six figures. So on to okay. all the crappy reboots too. Oh yeah. The Ninja Turtles. Oh no. Movie. So. <sighs> okay. There are some things we I need hate to you, Michael Bay. We, we need to, we, anytime. Transformers. Michael Bay. No. <laughs> And I don't know how that series has gotten to like six movies. Because it's just like Resident Evil the movies. It's such garbage, but its fan base keeps it chugging along. Well, here's the thing. There's, to there's be something honest, though, visceral about base explosions. And I don't know what it is. It keeps bringing me... I have seen every single Transformers movie. Uh, I own... Almost every single dark, like I, and including Dark Souls. I, no, all, I own Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I do own all the Dark Souls games uh, multiple times. Uh, <laughs> however, the I, I thought that like, was Skyrim. The actions and I own every. I own every version of Skyrim with the exception of Switch and VR. So currently, currently, currently. Yeah. Uh, when it comes out on the PlayStation Five, I'll probably get it again. <laughs> 
Um, at that point, I'll probably get it in VR because at that point, I don't want to do it. Um, that's the thing. What's going to be crazy? Final Fantasy VII, they're going to be making it PlayStation 5 VR. <laughs> that's now you what are, Cloud. Uh, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, you get to play as Barrett. No, I get to play as Zack. God. <laughs> you might, at least for flashbacks. I know, right? I'm down for that. Um, but anyways, it's like... Base explosions, yes. Yeah, base explosions. Liquid, liquid testosterone, like yeah. Action well, there's exposure. There, there's something. There's something visceral about uh, about that, like CGI explosion. No, I think no, what it comes it, down to it, is it, exactly what Anthony said. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you so much on this episode. This is like that's that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, no, I feel dirty. <laughs> but we've already the, said two two sides of the same coin. I know. <laughs> but what it comes down to is, it is. It's the fan base that goes back. And to case in point, I find myself to this day going back and looking up stuff for Transformers, just because. Like I watched episodes of Beast Wars on YouTube the other day, just because I was scrolling through stuff, and it was just like you may like Beast Wars episode one, and I'm all like, oh, you're, yes, you're right, right. I do. you're right, and I watched the episode, and I was just like, man, this show does not translate to now. It, <laughs> it, 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 not age it well. Well. does not age well, and I'm all like, oh, but I can't believe this mo- this show is great. Uh. The Tick. Yeah, the tick, the 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 Amazon series is actually phenomenal. Um, the I mean, Amazon, it's, it's Amazon Prime. It's Amazon Prime. A- Amazon Prime exclusive. Oh, for I thought it was Netflix. No, that, uh, that's the only thing. It kind of sucks. Amazon Prime is nabbed some pretty good series. Be one of them being the tick towards exclusive just Amazon Prime. Well, the other one being Grand Tour. Yeah, oh. ja, but that's a different. Thing. That's a different kind of reboot. That, that's a different. <laughs> that's because I'm actually into cars as well. Yeah. Not like, well, me and you have watched. Well, you haven't watched the second season yet. I've started. And this it. is where I the exit stage uh, left. Yeah, I was gonna say. Listen, I've watched like almost every episode of Top Gear from BBC. Is Grand Tour a reboot? Yeah, yeah technically, technically, it's a reboot of. Uh, the BBC's uh, because Top Gear. I, it, yeah, well, but the thing is though, like Top Gear is still out. In the end, everything that's is not a reboot and remake. Well, yeah, <laughs> listen, you can only have so many ideas, <laughs> no, yeah. till you have to rehash it. I mean, I guess that's kind of true. I mean, if we can sit here and continued on, like we would be here forever just talking about all the stuff that's been reboot, rebooted, and remade. Pretty much. I think actually some of our episodes are probably going to get into reboots. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get that meta. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty yeah. much. We already talked about podcasts. Wasn't that meta enough? <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I think realistically, it, when it comes down to reboots. Well, uh, you, you, ha- you have the you have the three. The, 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 um, the three key types of reboots. Failures. Successes and those that we never actually get. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> I know what you were going for. You're an asshole. <laughs> what a um, dick, guys. <laughs> you know, but I, I have to really ask though, um, and this goes for everyone who's listening out there too. Put it in the comments below. If if you could get like one reboot that you would love to get. And hopefully they did it right. And one reboot that you would never want to see because you don't want them to tarnish it. 
like, what would it be? This is a really hard question. I don't even know. I just fucking came up with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to just go stick to the comments because that's just too much for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you have we, we might answer this on Discord later because okay. I'm going to have to think on that one. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may have broadsided you with that one. That was, that's I, heavy. That is heavy because yeah. you're, you're looking at, man, I would love for this. Like everyone knows, I would love for Final Fantasy VII to get the reboot, but... Am I going to get it? Probably not. I would love to see a League of Legends 2 where we forget everything that Riot has done to League of Legends now and we move First on. First off, I'm not even counting that as a reboot. Yeah. I just want them to give me the fucking maps that I that I deserved from a long time ago. The Lava Pit and stuff like that. Well, to be fair, they still have more maps than Dota. Three? <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Dota only Dota? has two maps. Oh, shit. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they have the, what's it, the Ascension one or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, yeah, that'll roll us out for this episode. So, if you enjoyed what you were listening to, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And also ding that bell to be notified of future videos. And keep in mind, this podcast is not only just on YouTube. You can also find us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So, you can download and listen anywhere, anytime. Head on over and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Come on over and join us on our Discord channel so you can talk to the Ready Comic Troll crew and other rollers. You can tell us about what kind of shows you think are horse shit about, uh, you know, reboots, things that you're really looking forward to see, and tell us maybe you have seen all ten episodes of uh, Cobra Kai, and you can let us in on the details. And don't forget to join us over on Twitch, where I will be live-streaming random things through random times at random points in the day. I will eventually start learning how to post and preview stuff, um, so it won't all turn out like horseshit. Maybe he'll reboot Twitch! Maybe I will. I've already caused it to crash once. Also, remember, if you want to help us grow, we have a Patreon. You can come on over and become a patron today.